everyone. Welcome to Empowerment Voice. I'm your host, Debbie Odunlami. Before I proceed to talk about today's episode, I would like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Hancor. And if you haven't heard about Hancor, let me tell you, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And then they will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to know to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So let's dive into this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Thank you for joining. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time that you're in, where you're listening to us, maybe on the podcast or you're watching on YouTube, I want to say that um, we're grateful to be joined. Uh, my name is Debbie Odunlami, and today I have a very, very good friend of mine here. And basically because of this time, we know that all of us were going through a season, a time, which is something that we all have not um, witnessed before. I don't know if any one of us can say that we have experienced a time such as this. And because of all of that, a lot of people are going through different emotions and trying to really figure out what to do and how to um, move forward. Um, We're all trying to determine what our new norm is and what will happen after this whole crisis is all over, which we don't even know when it's going to be over. So it's a time for a lot of people to have conversations. And that's why Denise and myself, we wanted to bring some uh, information across to you and kind of have a conversation. I know that I have been benefiting from what I've been hearing other people um, say, and I know that you are going to be able to benefit from this as well. So I want to bring to you my very good friend, Denise. Uh, Denise is a coach. She's a life coach. She has other professional background too, but she she's able to combine and manage those skill sets together and she's been doing this for quite a while and i i think it's a good opportunity to have this conversation first of all and then um you know share some knowledge because i feel that this is this is a time that whatever you know it's a good thing for you to share with other people and i think it's uh, very going to be um, beneficial for all of us so without much uh, talking too much about this, I would like to bring to you my very good friend, Miss Denise Petrie. Welcome, Denise. Thanks for having me, Debbie. It's good to see you. You and I, we've been talking about having this conversation and bringing this online for a while now, and we haven't been yeah. able to do it because of our schedules, right? You have That's a busy right. schedule, I have a busy schedule, we're trying to juggle a whole lot of things at the same time, but this time that a lot of us, we do have a little bit of extra free time, you know, even yes. though we're working from home or some people are even still going to work. Uh, we have a little bit of extra time that we can spare. And I think it's an opportunity to um, 
to bring some of the things that we've been talking about to other people and try to see and share the knowledge, you know, because we're learning. And as we're learning and getting all this, um, what we call, what I call learning more things, skill sets and all of that good stuff, we want to be able to share what we have. And it's, it's very important to be able to do that. So I would have you say much uh, or more about yourself. So okay. tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. So I'm Denise Petrie. I own Keep It Simple Sister Coaching. I consider myself a well-being coach for uh, corporate women and middle-aged women that are experiencing burnout and anxiety and chronic stress, right? And so um, I work with them in order to recover or prevent those issues, right? And so formerly, I worked with Debbie at Delphi. I was project manager in uh, the automotive industry. I really liked it, but felt like I had a higher calling. And uh, due to my own background, not only was I a working professional mom, but we had three children and decided to become foster parents and ended up getting uh, four young children under the age of six in one year, two different sibling sets. So when you talk about burnout, uh, it happened very quickly and I had to find a way um, to manage it because, uh, you know, working professionals, you get time off when you have a baby but you don't, or when you adopt, but not for foster care. Mm -hmm. So I had to make some very quick transitions all within the same year. Then I had a child graduating from high school and many life changes, which of course, when you have a swinging pendulum with so much change, of course, it causes burnout, stress, and anxiety while you're trying to find your new normal. Mm -hmm. And through all of that and meeting other women that I found were also having uh, the same sort of feelings, but for different reasons, right? I realized that this was what my calling was, mm -hmm. was to help other women discover how to manage all of this right. when life keeps changing hmm. and stay true to themselves, follow their passion and still be vibrant, right? Because right. let's face it, I, I mean, if you're not having fun, mm -hmm. <laughs> things go sour real quick, right? And so uh, over, the, over the past few years, that's what I found was that uh, keeping things simple, keeping it real, like we talked about working from a place of rest, which is a concept that people don't uh, really grasp. It's almost this oxymoron. So this is what I help women do. I help them get a handle on the burnout, anxiety, stress. I help them actually create the lifestyle they want to live and live it. And if I can do it, anybody can, because when you have nine kids in your house and you're still getting up to go to work every day, you, there is no other choice. You have to keep it simple so that you can maintain all aspects of your life. You don't want to just exist. You want to thrive, right? Well, listen, I'll tell you, you are one woman to me that is an example. I only Thank have you. two children, right? And I know how hard it is to manage my children, my career, a home. Uh, you know, yeah. juggling all of that, I, I know how hard it is, especially because, you know, 
we're watching corporate America because we know yes. the demand is to be able to uh, do your job and do it effectively well and make sure you're, you know, satisfying your boss and ensuring that you're contributing yes. and adding value. And at the same time, you're still performing to your full potential at home, helping your children, yes. being a good wife or, you know, good mom and, you know, yes. being good overall. It's a challenge for a lot of, a lot of us. So being able to do that and you having seven children at home at the same yeah. time and yeah. to do the work that we did at Delphi, I, I think it's a, um, a big kudos to you. I, I, I feel Thank like you. you are someone to, uh, you're a mentor, not only a mentor, but a role model, I'll tell you that. So, you know, Thank I you. have all those tips that you always tell me about cooking and, you know, when I'm talking about my son and you tell me, don't worry, it's going to be fine. You know, all of that <laughs> stuff, I think those are really good tips and I, I, I really do appreciate all of that. So, but listen, I'll tell you, I know we don't have a lot of time, but sure. I have a few questions that I want to talk about, especially because right now, this is a time of, um, of a lot of uncertainty and a lot of people are struggling to really yes. balance what's going on here. And yeah. being able to manage crisis and still yeah. stay normal and have some kind of sense of normalcy in our life, it's a, it's a yes. big challenge, really. And I think it's something to talk about. I think it's a conversation that we should have. And that's why I think you, with your expertise and your knowledge and all the things that you've done over the years, it's a good uh, thing to share with people, you, you know, just for some of us or those people out there that are struggling and really finding this time difficult. I know for me, I said to someone the other day, for me, it's sleep. I'm really having difficulty sleeping, which is so unusual for me because I'm yeah. one that once I hit the bed, I'm sleeping. I don't, I really never had difficulties or problems with sleep. But for some reason, I think unconsciously, I've been having a little bit of difficulty with it. So I'll get on my bed, and then I'll be tossing and turning and thinking, what am I thinking about? I don't even know sometimes. So I think it's a good thing for us to discuss. So the first question that I have for you is, uh, because we all know, uh, or maybe all of us do know that this is a new reality for us. Yeah. Time. And yes. uh, we're faced with this unexpected, unavoidable situation and that we're all experiencing. And this coronavirus is a global pandemic. It's all over the world. It's not specific yeah. to one area of the, of the world, right? And because we know that it is our reality, yes. that does not necessarily negate the fact that it is a big concern right Correct. we know that because humans you know how brains evolved and it evolves to avoid danger and mm -hmm. this is something that we can categorize or put in a bucket of danger but we cannot avoid it so we're kind of stressed Correct. right yes so the question now is what would you say or what are some practical steps that we can take to really accept this reality and still be able to um, just understand that it is for a time, like it, it, this yes. is gonna be our normal life going forward. So what are some practical steps that we can take to get our mindset in that mode? 
Okay, so that is a great question. And so when I was thinking about um, this COVID-19 pandemic, I thought, what is something similar that has happened where it altered our lives completely forever. And I went back to 9-11 and how shocking that day was and how surreal that feeling was, right? And really um, the feeling of sadness and grief that everybody, every single American felt every single day for months and it all impacted us so differently. And for some people it didn't even impact them maybe until they had a loved one that they wanted to see off and we used to be allowed to go to the gate to say goodbye to a loved one, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're saying goodbye at the curb or somewhere before, um, you know, they would get their, you know, get their ticket or go through security. And I thought it's kind of like this, except for it's worldwide, right? Now we are feeling um, the impact in a different way because now we're limited to being at home, right? So even during 9-11, we could go to our neighbors or we could go to family members or still travel, right? There was a little bit of fear to travel, but now this is a whole new book in our life. I can even call it a chapter, right? It's like really the way we were living three weeks ago it stopped. That normal is gone. And so now what we're doing is, is we're trying to find a new normal. Our kids are home all day. They were involved in sports. We were going to our, you know, jobs or, you know, our schedules were completely different. It came to a screeching halt. So some tips that I have for people is first and foremost, get in touch with your feelings. How does this make you feel? Are you a homebody and you're afraid to admit that you're happy that you don't have to get up and go to your job and that your kids are home? Okay. So as I was saying, um, you know, for some people, it's a sense of relief to be at home, right? For other people, it's very unsettling. And so what it is, is finding a schedule that works for you because Honestly, maybe the first few days sitting around in your pajamas watching Netflix all day was like a dream come true, right? But there comes a point where you have to choose how you're going to be productive, right? And it's finding a way to manage everything because now we're all homeschooling. So whether you wanted to homeschool your children or not, you are, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were a stay-at-home mom and you were used to being home taking care of younger children, or just being home doing whatever you did, now having to make sure that your children are doing their schoolwork is an added new pressure, right? right? So one way to, uh, one coping skill that you can take on is saying, okay, these are the things that must be done today, right? So knowing that if you have children, you're doing schoolwork, you're going to have to feed them they're going to need wear, to wear clean clothes, right? And so really what it is, is getting into a new groove. And I think for moms, they take on every single responsibility under the sun, right? So now, not only are you working, now you're homeschooling. If you had someone come in and clean your house, 
you're doing that now, right? Um, before you could just pick up and go to the grocery store if you realized you ran out of something, you felt okay running to the grocery store. Now there's guilt involved in that. You're not gonna leave your house to just go get mm -hmm. one item. Mm -hmm. So my recommendation is for people to make, to really visualize what they want their day to look like. So you know you're gonna be home, right? So how do you want that to look? Do you want to go to bed at midnight and you wake up at eight and then allow your children to sleep till nine, right? Because now you can orchestrate your day whatever way you want to. Even the with people that are working in corporate America, even if you have a meeting at 6 a.m., mm -hmm. there is a way to visualize how you want your day to roll out. Will it always be perfect? No. But if you can start to really visualize what a calm day looks like, mm -hmm. you're going to eventually get there, right? Mm -hmm. So another thing is make sure you are eating well, right. nutritionally, right? I'm not saying don't have snacks. I'm saying be mindful. Make sure that whatever you're putting in your body is actually fueling you, mm -hmm. right? And, and, Something and that's going to... I have some questions really that pertains to that. Okay. Piece later. So, so that's another okay. piece that I know a so, lot of people will be struggling with. They are currently yes. struggling with that. If they're not heard, my friends, you know, yeah. if Hall mentioned or said something about how do they still keep their diet? We yes. struggled with it when we were living a normal life. Now, yes, ten times more difficult. So, how do they keep up with it, or what can we do differently to ensure that we're sure. maintaining that good diet? So, I have a, some questions around that later. Sure, go right ahead. Yeah, so, but no, I do. I understand where you're coming from when it comes to being able to plan your day and visualize yes. what your day is going to look like. And that's a practical sure. way to really deal and handle sure. this particular time. Well, and I think to really wrap that up is to really, you know, think about the way you were living your life because I hear so many back to normal. What was it about that that worked well for you? That's the question to ask. What was working well when you thought life was normal? Mm -hmm. What wasn't working for you at that time? I would make two columns. What worked well? What didn't work well? Mm -hmm. Because now, here we are. We have an opportunity to recreate something new, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now it's what isn't working well for you in this new normal, right? Mm -hmm. And saying, okay, what isn't working is my kids are sleeping until noon. We're having breakfast at two in the afternoon. They're up till one, right? So it's really getting a handle on a schedule, right? Schedules make people feel better because it gives them structure. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you have to be so to your schedule that, you know, if someone has to go to the bathroom and you're homeschooling, you're like, no, you've got to finish this first. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying be flexible within your schedule, but have an understanding of what you want to accomplish, right? And let the little things go. 
do not hang on so tight. Like if your child reads for five minutes and you're insisting that they read for 15, be mindful that there are days that when you went to work, you too couldn't do things for a certain amount of time. Hmm. Accept where your child is at because they too are experiencing this new normal. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And it is our uh, place to teach them how to be flexible and adapt to the situation. Mm -hmm. So if you're panicking and you're stressed, guess what? Your children will be too. Mm -hmm. It will manifest in them in a different way, right? I would encourage people, whether you are a spiritual person or not, take some time. If you sit down with your kids for just a few minutes, check in with them, ask them how they're feeling. What are they, you know, what are their thoughts about this situation? What would they like to see happen during this time? Because it is important to get their feedback as well, because you don't want to waste your time doing all kinds of things for your kids that they could care less about, right? Maybe they want to do puzzles. Maybe it's about carving out time and starting to really enjoy where we're at mm -hmm. because we may never get this time with our families again. Right. When this is over, we're all going back to work, right? Correct. And it's, you know, this time will be gone. Mm -hmm. So even though it's unsettling and we don't know where we're headed, mm -hmm. it's really about taking it one day at a time and being grateful for what we do have and praying for those that are going through a difficult time. Mm -hmm. So I think those, that would be my go-to steps to survive because that's what I'm, you know, what I'm doing and helping my kids do and helping them keep a journal of what is going on on a day-to-day -day basis because we are in a moment of history. Correct. No, and no, you know, 100%, I agree with you. I think it's something that we all need to um, try to understand. And as we're taking care of ourselves, we need to remember mm -hmm. that our children are going through the same feelings that yes. we're going through as well. So we want to be present and be there to help and assist them so we can all maybe for lack of a better word, heal together, right? So yes. I think yes. It's a way to put it. So, okay, you know, my next question now is, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but there's been this post that has been trending on social media lately. And basically what it says is that we should all use this time because mm -hmm. it's believed there's a general belief that we all have extra time, right? Whether you sure. come home, whether you're not working at all, you know, especially our healthcare workers who, of course, are still going to work. Right. Uh, everybody have they, we all have this general belief that we don't have extra time. So, so this post has been trending on social media, and it says that if you don't learn a new skill, come up and start a side also, or acquire more knowledge during this quarantine time, you, you lack discipline, not time, mm -hmm. right? And right. there's been some mixed reactions to that. Yes. People are kind of like thinking, what does that mean? You know, what do you think about 
So I think everybody is different, right? So everybody has a different journey in life. And perhaps for those people that have been running at such a high pace, Mm -hmm. they may want to take this time. Like like if we're going to talk about burnout, Mm -hmm. this is a perfect opportunity for them to take a step back Mm -hmm. and look at their overall health mentally, spiritually, physically, right? So for some people, maybe they just want to read a book. Maybe they want to get in touch with their hobbies, which will allow them to be creative again. For some people, they want to start a new career. They have a new passion that they want to follow. Perhaps them taking the time to go online, take classes and create a new path for themselves that way is also going to allow them to recover from burnout, right? Mm -hmm. Because the thing to remember is that everybody handles crisis differently, right? For some people, it might be cleaning their garage, their basement, and their attic Mm -hmm. is the most productive thing that they can do so that they can breathe easy, right? There have been people going for so many years and neglecting certain things that they wanted to do that learning a new skill for someone may be no greater than the person that wants to organize their sock drawer, right? Mm-hmm. So I really do have mixed emotions because I feel like my first thought was I'll have all this extra time to do things, right? That I haven't been able to do, learn new skills. Mm-hmm. And so because there are things I want to do, I said, okay. I'm going to spend this much time a day learning, Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to take this time to do some things around my house that I've been wanting to do for a while, right? Because I do want to feel productive, Mm -hmm. but for some people, the most productive thing they can do is be present for their family. Mm -hmm. So I feel that no one should feel guilty. Right. Don't take on guilt and say, I should. Right. No. Be mindful. Be intuitive. What is your body telling you? Mm-hmm. Is your body telling you to rest? Is your body, is your mind saying you've been on overload for the past five years? Read a book for enjoyment. Right. For some people, maybe it's getting back in touch with their spirituality. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's about becoming prayerful again Mm -hmm. or learning to meditate. Right. Right. When you allow yourself to be creative and take a step back, Mm -hmm. it starts to come to you what you what you want to do or maybe what your path needs you to do. Right. So I think if you take some time because we're going to be in this for a while. It sounds like, you know, this may not be ending too soon. So by allowing yourself rest, get in touch with your mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. I think what's going to happen is some people are going to say, I really loved my job. And they will want to continue on that path. For some people, they may say, nope, Mm -hmm. that's right. I need a change. I need a drastic change. It's what's sapping my energy. and this is a great hard reset for all of us that we can just figure out 
where we're at emotionally, mm -hmm. spiritually, mm -hmm. physically. It's a great time. Like if you weren't exercising at all and you feel like, geez, now's the time. Pick something simple, right? Don't just go online and get into the 90 day challenge to be, you know, <laughs> climbing Mount Everest. Absolutely. No, it's, you know, I, right. I actually agree with you because I think that the world that we live in currently is so fast paced that mm -hmm. if we're not careful, we can overrun ourselves. Yes. So get right back into the yeah, pattern. It's important that we understand what our uh, you are as a person and your tolerance level when it comes to what you're doing. So if it's yes. you're learning new skills or you are um, building something on the side or even tapping into your creativity, because for me, I've realized that giving ourselves the gift of boredom gives us yes. a lot of creativity. It's a gift. So right now, a lot of people yeah. are saying they're bored. I'm bored. I, I, I don't feel productive. I, I don't feel that I'm contributing. But it's a good thing to do because you give yourself yes. time to be more creative. You, you tap into other side of you that you probably don't even know that you have. Right? Yes. So those are some of the things that I think too. And I think when you put yourself under a pressure that, okay, I got to come up with this. I got to come up with that. I think then it's mm -hmm. probably not the best thing. That's my personal opinion about it. I think it's yes. something that we should learn to listen to ourselves and oh, sure. what we can do individually as opposed to saying that I want to follow the trend because everybody else is doing it. I mean, yes. people are li they're li um, losing their loved ones for that, right? So yeah. if you're saying that I'm on this rat race and all I need yeah. to do right now is to come up with a new business idea or, or write a book or, do, you know, like right. crazy like that. Come on. I mean, I, I just think it's way too, too much, you know. It's good That's to be right. an overachiever. It's good to be someone that is ambitious. It's good to have drive and all of all of that. Those are really important and they're good. But at the same time, do you want to overwhelm yourself? And that was the way I was looking at it when I saw that post and I feel okay, slow sure. down, slow down. Okay, it's good. I'm taking advantage of the opportunity. I'm trying to learn new things. I'm trying to get myself into other aspects of myself that I've never discovered because I know we all have more than we think we do have, right? Sure. But, but well, I wanted us to also know yeah. that we don't, we shouldn't feel pressured because we have this yep. global pandemic that is making right. us just stay at home at the moment. Well, and I think what's important too is that it's okay to pick something that you will enjoy. Like uh, my daughter, I, I found these baking classes online for her. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that she's always wanted to do. And I thought I would love to learn how to take better pictures, right? Or learn how to use my iPhone better. And they're offering these free classes. And so there are little classes that you can take and you get a certification at the end and there's some satisfaction. And so you are learning something that's very useful, but there's not a lot of pressure, sure, absolutely. you know, right? Like for me, 
you know, I, you know, I, I've had some clients all of a sudden they want to get involved in a master's program in June. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, okay, explain that to me. Mm -hmm. And so really what it is, is they're scared. The underlying, uh, feeling was fear. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't get into a, a master's program in June, but what I'm saying is, you know, because things are changing on a daily basis, actually control what you can, mm -hmm. right? Which is the time you get up, mm -hmm. what you can wear, right? Like, mm -hmm. I know they sound simple, but they're decisions that you can make that you have control over that will allow you to feel empowered. Correct. Then you can start to decide, okay, um, I really hate sitting in traffic. I don't want to drive an hour and a half anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so some of us may not have that decision in the end, depending on the company we work for and what happens. So I think it's a great idea, like I said, to start visualizing what you want your life to look like. Because mm -hmm. once you start visualizing that, you get in touch with your core values. Correct you're going to be able to start to figure out what you want. You don't want to just start going in all different directions because you're going to be, you know, you're going to get distracted from what you really want. Correct. No, I agree. Listen, I think, you know, it's, it's important that we, we, we do all of that. I completely agree with you. Yes. So my next question now then is, um, sure. You know, we've been talking about this and it, it, it's obvious, right? That the way we live our lives, right? As yes. Interrupted, right? We, it's different in yes. some ways. And people, you did mention it earlier as well, we want to keep some sense of uh, normalcy, right? We want to make yes. sure that we still have some kind of normalcy in our life, but really um being able to do that is a challenge right yeah in my opinion i i think should we say when we talk about being normal or normal mm -hmm. should we say that is like being flexible enough to adjust to things? Mm -hmm. is, is so that i think is? because i i, I struggle mm -hmm. with that a little bit because like sure. Okay, what it think, right right now is different. Right. Like you said, it is. So it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, right. because we really. So even though we had a false sense of security before this happened, right? Because we both know there's job losses. Uh, people pass away. I mean, you've lost a loved one. I've lost a loved one. Um, you know, we've had job losses, different things like that, right? That have interrupted our lives. But for some reason, we had felt a sense, a still some sense of control. Yes. Now, what it is, is that here we are adults and we're getting mandated from adults higher than us. You need to stay home. You need to save lives. You need, so there's a lot of pressure that we didn't have before. So now it's unsettling and we're thinking, okay, our children are home from school. I can't go to the grocery store whenever I want to, um, or you shouldn't, right? It's kind of like one of those things you start to wonder, is this a moral decision, right? And so now we're looking at things in a whole new light. 
And so really, I say it's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, bloom where you're planted, and asking yourself, how do I want to show up today? Right? Because you're going to have good days, and you're going to have bad days. You're going to feel unsettled. You're going to feel great one day. I can do this. I could do this for the rest of my life if I had to. And the next day, you might be like, um, if I have to do this another 30 seconds, I'm probably going to be on the six o'clock news, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I think that it's really about us getting in touch with ourselves and allowing ourselves and being okay with how we feel. It's okay to feel unsettled. It's okay to say, I don't want to lose my income. It, you know what I'm saying? It, we all have these fears, and I think by acknowledging it, it's okay. You don't want to sit there and dwell. The possibility of you losing your job, is it there? Sure. But this may allow you to do something else that is even better, right? It's about putting it in God's hands and saying, hey, listen, I can't control it. How do you want to use me? Maybe you can ask yourself, okay, who do I know out there that may need an uplifting text? So even if you don't feel encouraged, maybe you could send a text message to a single mom that says, hey, I'm thinking about you. Do you need anything else? What it does is it takes the focus off yourself and it puts it on someone else. I can guarantee that someone will be thrilled that you reached out to them that you thought enough of them to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Maybe you send a postcard to someone, FaceTime someone. Do things every day that are going to bring you joy in an uncertain time. Because even when things are hard, there are still things to smile about, right? Whether it's a memory that makes you laugh or you know, you just say, okay, I'm going to have banana pie today. I'm going to have a piece of pie, right? Mm -hmm. Things that will bring you joy and comfort so that you can pass that love on, right? When you focus on something outside of yourself, it does wonders. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. No, I absolutely agree with you. I think it's very important that we take advantage of that and just take the focus off of ourselves because that yes. would now we feel good that we are helping or uplifting somebody else. And that kind of in turn will turn around and make us even feel better. I, I think that's the, yes. that's the um, idea um, behind that. So, no, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to switch it around now and talk about personal care. Right, so we talk about yes. ourselves personally, and I said earlier, usually even during our regular time before this whole craziness started, right? Mm -hmm. We had difficulties with staying on track. Maybe with diet yep. or with you know being on schedule and you know having that motivation to do to exercise and keep health right all of those things we had struggles a lot of us right so now that <laughs> we have 
semi in a, a situation yeah. where we're not sure of what's coming or what's going on, how do you maintain, how, how do you practice self-care? How do you really practice yeah. it? So um, what I do is I keep a notebook, right? I know people use apps, but I have a notebook. And in the morning, I write down uh, things that I that are my must-dos for the day, okay? Wow. And so um, I start my morning off every day with hot lemon water and cayenne. I don't know, but the health experts say it's a good idea. So it's this routine that I've developed and now I must do this, right? So as I'm drinking this, I write down what I want to do. For me, I know it's absolutely important to stay hydrated. If I don't stay hydrated, then I'm going to start eating things that I shouldn't, right? And I'm going to start feeling tired. And so I think, okay, so I have a goal every day. So for me, it's at least eight glasses of water. As you can see, I have my water bottle with me. And so, yeah, I keep, I fill up three every day and stick it in my fridge. And I just go through them. Another, that's part of my self-care. Another thing, whether it's raining outside or whatever, even if, I, if it's not walkable weather, I go stand on my porch and feel some fresh air for a little bit. Even if I sit on my porch with a blanket and a winter coat, it's okay. Just something to kind of feel that fresh air. The other thing I started doing is I found literally five minute exercises. Okay. Circle your arms forward, circle them back. Maybe you stretch. It's something that you can do while you're waiting for your dinner to cook, right? I sent you pictures of dinner tonight. One of those things I was like, I guess I could do those darn like arm exercises, right? right? They're just very simple toning exercises. Mm -hmm. And what you can do is you can fit it into anything, right? I started breaking things down into smaller chunks for my self-care because I found if I was looking at a 90-minute workout, mm -hmm. I was already mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, exhausted. Mm -hmm. And that's no, you don't want to do that to yourself, right? The whole point is to take care of yourself. So the other thing is that sleep. You must get your sleep, right? So decide when you're going to bed. End your day at a certain point. Don't feel guilty for wanting to go to bed at 9.30 or 10 if that's what you need to do. Do that for yourself. Schedule it. If, you know, sometimes I, you know, I, I write in my notebook calling my mom. That's part of self-care. I like to talk to my mom, right? So, right? So you make a list of these things that you want to do that are going to make you feel good. You can still get everything else done. Right. So do you so, have like a notebook and then you just write everything down on a day? Oh, sure. I should have brought my notebook with me. I, it's color important. It, it's color co coded. Actually, I write down what I eat and just so I can be mindful. And sometimes I'm like, oh, darn, I shouldn't okay. eat. So this is the question uh, I have. Do you do that at the beginning of the day? So when you, yeah. so when you wake what, up and you get your, yes. your lemon and your can, you start writing the things that you need to do down. So you just like, your yeah. Book, yeah. 
write everything down? Do you I do. Time so, so oh, yeah. So I have one thing again. I'm sorry. No. Do you go, go back to check them off when you're done? Like if yes. Done, this is done. Is that how you do them? Yes. In fact, I should take a picture of it for you, but I write down what I eat. Um, so when I wake up, I make my lemon water right away. Okay. And I sit down with my notebook and I write down the different like self-care things that I want to do. Okay. Then I write down, um, so that's on the first page and what my goals are and kind of how I'm feeling. And then on the back side, I write things to do. Okay. So, and I limit it to four things a day. Hmm. four things okay keep it simple sister because <laughs> right? no, I, I know somebody's probably thinking when we're talking about writing things down it's probably thinking okay i wake up in the morning and then i start writing the things i need to do down like some people can't really grasp that mm -hmm. so, i know keeping it simple then i think it's a better right way to put it if you just have like maybe four things because you can't write sure. that you need to do on a daily basis. Oh, right? No. So, That's right. I mean, if you're working, you already know you're working for eight hours. Don't write that down. You're already doing that. Right. Okay. But if it's really important to you, you know, I don't know, to organize a junk drawer or to clean out a cupboard, right? And you know that this is what you want to accomplish on top of what you normally do, right. then write that down. So for me, I know, okay, realistically, half hour exercise. In the summer, it's more I walk in the evenings. I don't let anybody mess with that, right? Mm -hmm. In the winter, you can pay me a million dollars to go walk outside. Okay. I'm not going to have fun, so I'm not doing it, right? <laughs> so it's just one of those things. Right. So maybe part of self-care, maybe what's really important is that you told your kids you were going to sit down and watch a movie with them and you actually sit down and watch the movie. Okay. Okay. For me, that's hard. I have a hard time sitting for anything, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's huge. Or um, if I know that like, I'm thinking of a person and I've been meaning to call them and I haven't done it, I write it down. Okay, I see what you're right? saying Yes. I was trying to figure out how, how I can I'll wake up in the morning, you know, write out everything that I want to do. And I'm sure, you know, for some people that are, you know, gadget crazy people, there's probably some hack right yeah. that people and, used to do all that. But the old fashioned yes. way of writing things down, I think it's still very good where you can just go ahead and start writing those things down. Just get a notebook. You don't have to have like a fancy book or anything. You can just That's right. I just have a notebook. It's yeah. it's a glittery notebook. You know, I like glitter, right? Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. No, absolutely. No, I, I get it. So, hey, just to make sure that we're staying on track here with time. Yes. I, I know I have one minute. Yes. So I think what I'm just going to ask you is, is there anything, Con, that you want to share? And for Keep It Simple Sister, sure. is that anything that you're doing right now that you want people to participate in and if you sure how did you so yep so typically i have a 12-week program okay. um but right now because of you know things are so uncertain right now right. what i'm doing is i'm actually you know offering a six-week uh 
program, right? I'll, I give uh, a breakthrough session and it's really to kind of talk through how people are feeling and to kind of set up a new plan for their transformation, right? So maybe, you know, if they are experiencing burnout, maybe they want to recover from it. If they're just uncertain about where they're headed and they want to break through and get a transformation in order to um, avoid burnout, because there are going to be several people that are going to be burned out on this new way. They're having a hard time coping. So I do. I have a six-week program where we'll hit it hard and we'll figure it out, right? We're going to learn how to keep it simple. We're going to learn some new coping mechanisms. And instead of it being a 12-week program, we'll make it a six-week program. So how do they find you? Do they go on? Okay. They can go on Instagram. Okay. Instagram? Okay. Yep. Keep it simple, sister, on Instagram. Or, yep, or LinkedIn, Denise Petrie. No, absolutely. All right. What I'll do is I'll just add that information to the description of this interview, this conversation, sure. and then, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. Well, hey, listen, thank you so much, Denise. I really Thanks, Debbie. Um, taking time to do this today. I know you got to go. So, hey, thank you. I will talk to you later. Yes, Debbie, I'll talk to you soon. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye now.